Thanks for joining us in our journey of talking with God. Our goal is to encourage people to pray more often and to shed the stigma that talking with God is complicated or has some special formula. There is no special sauce. God, our Father, is there to listen to us in all seasons. Whether you're in a happy mood or maybe you're facing some struggles and find yourself angry at the world, or even God himself, he is still there. Each week, we bring you a single prayer from a single person. They can choose to remain anonymous or provide their identity. That part is not important. What is important, however, is their prayer. We all pray differently, and our goal each episode is to show you how this one person prays to God. We hope you enjoy your time here with us. If you do enjoy the content, then please subscribe to our podcast for future episodes. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Talking with God. I want to say how grateful I am that you're taking time out of your day to spend it with me. Last week, I kicked off a discussion about the direction of this podcast and what that will encompass. I also talked about the path of prayer maturity to help us gauge our growth or even regression so that we could recognize that problem and correct it. It's easy for us to fall into habits of not praying as much as we should. You know, we start off missing a prayer at dinner or lunch because we're not just hungry, we're hangry. That kind of so hungry that you're angry because you're not full. Or maybe it is that we are around some unbelievers. We might feel embarrassed to pray in front of them at lunch. I've got a news flash for you, my friends. You can pray before the food even hits the table. There's no set time to talk with God. It's a 24-7, 365 days of year buffet of grace given to the believer. And we forget that. And that's a shame. A believer has this wonderful connection to God. But what about the seeker? And this is the first step on the path of prayer maturity that I want to cover. So what is the seeker? Well, by definition, it's a person attempting to find or obtain something. In this case... They're seeking fulfillment in their life. They know that they are missing something, but they're not sure exactly what it is. But they're curious. They've come to your church several times, and they think the people are nice. Some are kind of in a clique, but others seem welcoming more than not, and they feel safe. And that's the thing they recognize and identify with the most. Sanctuary. And that's extremely important for the seeker who comes in two flavors, really. You have the unsaved and even the saved. So for the saved, they have this wonderful connection to God that their prayer life just could be suffering because they've become disheartened with their interactions with other Christians. Maybe they came to Christ at a church that is really great at converting people, but their long game is dreadful. And so the person became disconnected and left. And I can't tell you how many churches that I've either been to or people have told me about where they really are. They're great at bringing these people in. They get them to the point where they know that they need Jesus in their life and they get saved. But there's no next step. And that is a crime. It really is. Some may just be outright hurt and disenchanted, but they're willing to keep going. Because even if the church isn't cultivating them, they really do believe in Christ. And although these folks have been saved, their prayer life could be just like the seeker. 
that unbeliever who has this desire to find fulfillment. Now the seeker, the true seeker, the unbeliever, on the other hand, they've got all these preconceptions about prayer, right? And how the church handles that can influence their understanding of the importance of prayer. Now, there is a time and a place for prayers that are ritualistic. I've kind of lambasted that. You know, you, you go to these churches and, and they give you this paper to read. And you read this paper with your eyes closed and Bob's your uncle, you're saved. And it doesn't work like that. But there really is a time and a place for prayers that are ritualistic. But for the seeker or the believer that is struggling in their prayer life, keeping it simple it tends to make it not so ominous, right? Because I do, I think we have a tendency to make prayer more than it needs to be. And I don't mean prayer itself, but how to become better at it, right? We puff it up and make it intimidating or insurmountable so that someone feels like they need to pray a decade before being proficient. And that's not true. Some of us are really in tune and we pray every day and, and we got that down pat. But other parts of our life could be a mess. It's simple, you know, but... That front representation, that strong prayer, we actually need to make it more accessible, right? So when you talk to those people, you don't make it seem like it's up in the clouds. And, and there's a lot of different ways of doing that. And we'll actually go over that, combining the seeker and the new believer, how to give them that in the next episode. But you know, the seeker's biggest question is probably, does God even hear my prayers? Now, a lot of people will immediately throw out Psalm 34, 15, and it says that the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears towards their cry. And they would say, no, he doesn't even hear your prayers based on that. And they're wrong because God knows and hears everything because it's not about God hearing their prayer, but about whether or not he's going to answer it, right? He doesn't answer the prayer of the unbeliever until that prayer includes something very important. And that's their acceptance that Christ is the Savior, their Savior. And it is only through him that they get to enter heaven. Now, if their prayer is genuine, God will answer. But if it is not, he will not entertain them. 1 Peter 3.12 says the same. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And regardless of how we feel towards the seeker, we could love them. It could be a family member. If they aren't saved, God's not going to answer their call until it is a plea for salvation. I think putting in place the tools for the new believers or the seekers to grow in their prayer life is important. And like I said, I'll discuss that next week, as well as talking about, you know, those believers who are struggling. How can we get them on the right path? That's the most important part. How do we get them on a path that gives them a structure to not have a ritualistic prayer, but something they can refer back to to say, these things, if I keep them in my mind when I'm praying, Will help me improve when I'm talking to God because as I've said and the whole point of this podcast is that our prayer life is a talk with God it's not uh, just a letter sent out in the space and and we hope that he answers it with all that said I have a request of you I want to ask that you pray for my wife because she's making this huge decision to go on a mission trip to Peru. And that's that's huge, right? That's a huge step in her life and her walk with Jesus. And I am so excited for her and what that means. But will you also please pray for me on this podcast? We're actually seeking a tent right now at a Christian concert that happens near here called Faith Fest. It happens sometime late in August. 
and we would love to have that tent that would allow us to make an impact with the community that comes to see the great worship music and powerful prayer that happens on that one day. Will you pray with me? Father, you are sovereign in our lives. You're a being with compassion and grace that has no boundaries. And we are full of pride and, and selfishness. But the work of your son and his death have made a way for us to talk with you. Please let this message touch the hearts of seekers and allow them to see that the church is not a person that hurt them, but a single individual who is hard within their heart. Give the seeker curiosity that fills them to the core so that they seek you, and allow the lost believer to persevere and find comfort in you and not those around them. Our flesh is weak and imperfect because of our desire to be important or fulfilled in ways that just don't include you. Please help us shed that through our daily prayer and have a growing, burning yearning for you. Feed us with the type of nourishment that makes us hunger no more. I love you. I am a humble servant who seeks only your grace and to do the work you lay before me for you and not myself. Thank you for this opportunity to share the good news, to give the world your message. In Jesus' powerful name I pray, amen. Thank you again for taking time out of your day to spend with us. Can I ask a small favor? Okay, well maybe it's a couple, but they are really important. First, can you subscribe to us? Second, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, can you give us a rating and let us know how we're doing? That helps our podcast get discovered. And if I'm honest, it makes us feel good too. Even if it's just a one star out of five, it's crucial feedback so that we can improve. One last thing, can you share this with your family or friends? We're on all major podcast platforms, and even if it's just two people, maybe your whole Facebook or Twitter, whatever you're comfortable with, we're happy to have that. It would mean the world to us, because every little bit helps us get discovered and allows us to share God's message to the world. We hope that by sharing this prayer with you, that you are encouraged to pray more often and more comfortably. And most importantly, your relationship with God grows in talking with Him. If you'd like to share a prayer, check out the link below and contact us. We love you and hope that you visit us again next week.